Boy, self-management, you know, can challenge us to our core, right? There's so much unlearning and relearning to be done, right? Um, I believe that in the end, what we relearn is much simpler than what we're used to. There's actually a lot of common sense. So in many ways, it, we're not learning rocket science, we're actually learning simplicity. But still, it, 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 it can challenge um, everything we're used to, our behaviors, even our deep identities, right? If I'm a former manager, there's a lot that I need to give up, even including in how I view myself, right? As, as this person that is, has climbed the ladder and that holds power and that, you know, corresponds to a certain position in the org chart, right? So, well, for some people that can be quite hard. Um, and the same is true for people, you know, who used to be at the bottom of the pyramid, who used to be shielded from taking responsibility and you know who are now invited into a system where they can step into their power well you know it's not so easy at, at first to step into our power um, in transactional analysis um, they talk about how you can be in a parent-child relationship or in an adult-adult relationship right and the traditional pyramid puts us into parent-child relationship right they, they the manager is the parent and the subordinate acts as a child. And you know, it takes quite some shifting to relearn to be in adult-adult relationships at work. And I believe that creating spaces where we can talk about what we're going through um, is, can ease the process tremendously and can invite us to reclaim our humanity at work to invite us into spaces of wholeness where we can just openly talk about you know what what we're going through and you know when when you create these spaces um, experience shows that for most people this is a tremendous relief right suddenly you notice like wow i'm not the only one struggling with this we're actually all struggling with this so wow i i feel i felt like i was the problem and i needed to hide the fact that i was struggling with this and i actually realized like wow you know, this is something that, that we share. So there's a tremendous sense of relief that can come from that. There's also um, often quite a sense of inspiration because while I'm still struggling, I see you already maybe further along in a journey and I see you coming alive, you know, having like these moments of, of, of seeing new possibilities through self-management, right? Of, of turning into a different person. And I go like, oh, wow, so, so that's possible. And to hear you talk about that, um, you know, gives me courage and energy and hope. Um, so I think it's, it's usually beneficial for us. I think it's also beneficial for the transformation because if I don't have a space where I can talk about my doubts, my uneasiness, what is most likely to happen is that I will project an image of that I'm in control, that everything is okay, and that something is wrong with the process, right? Like, you know, self-management isn't working or the way we do it isn't working or this or that isn't working i will project my inner issues doubts um, pain onto the organization and it will make the transformation so much harder so i would really encourage you to think about creating spaces where you invite people to discuss this and you can do it in various ways um, if you're a large organization you can just randomly you know invite people from from different teams or I think it's even more powerful 
um, is to do it within the natural teams, like the people who work together. Like it's so powerful if I see all of my colleagues that I work with day to day, um, you know, being open about what they struggle with and me being open towards them, like it creates such a level of depth and trust in team. Um, so that, you know, is a natural way to do things. Um, I also hear about organizations where they do this um, sort of, you know, at the level, for instance, just former managers who sort of share their perspective um, amongst themselves. So you can do it in, in many ways. Um, what I think is important, however you set up the groups, is that you have a really good outside facilitator that holds that space, right? Because we know how to do it, right? You need to create a safe space, sort of a sacred space where people um, feel safe enough to suddenly drop that mask and show themselves with all of their vulnerabilities and sort of all of their pains or, or their joys. Um, and, you know, many people know how to do this. There's lots of methodologies. In the end, it all boils down to the fact that you want to take any form of judgment out of the room and instead create a place of deep listening, um, a place where there is no none of the fixing, saving, advising that generally happens, right? Um, and yeah, I uh, can share with you, for instance, one book that I think talks about this very beautifully um, from Parker Palmer. It's called The Hidden Wholeness, and it, it talks beautifully about how to create such spaces. But um, there's lots of facilitators out there who, who know how to create this. Um, one of the things that the facilitators, I think, need to be careful about is that we're so used to talk about the outer world um, that we neglect to talk about our inner world. And I think that um, a good conversation like this balances both, right? There's the outer things of, oh wow, I'm adapting to my new role and I'm not sure how I do this and how I do, you know, what, what's my role in the advice process and, and these things that pertain to the outer world. And then there's all of these questions of my inner world of how do I cope with this and my uncertainties and my, yeah. And, and a good facilitator will balance that because our natural tendency at first at least is that we want to talk about all the outer space. You know, we want to talk about tips and tricks and behaviors. And you know, what is just as interesting to explore is our beliefs and mindsets and just our, everything that has to do with our, with our inner life. So I'd very much encourage you to uh, start thinking about creating such spaces. I think it will offer a tremendous amount of relief for people and it will make your transition much easier by avoiding that people project their unease onto the transformation. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.